so synchronized. Because <laughs> we're live yeah. with each other. Oh yeah, how's editing that intro been? It's always like off. I can change it super easily, <laughs> so. <laughs> well, we're back together. Welcome to another episode of Lunch Break. Yeah, we got some protections here. So we can be comfortable, but also safe. Yes. And also, today's plus one is Matthew Zen, and he requested Thai food. Yes, I got myself a tofu pad thai. Pad's you. I got red curry. But so today we're talking about imposter syndrome. And um, I'll be Ooh. honest, I'll be honest, I, I don't, the, the main thing I know is that I have it. <laughs> That's like, I have it pretty bad. Is it contagious? Um, <laughs> it's probably not contagious. And the thing is like, I have it and me knowing that I have it makes me want to, this is weird, like I don't want to look into it because I don't want to like... Self-prophesize? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to feel even more of that feeling. So is it like, like astrology? Away. Like, oh, you're such a... Yeah, but I totally understand <laughs> knowing is, is better and like there's ways to, you know, like address it, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm hoping this will be an impromptu like therapy session. Yeah, <laughs> so what is imposter syndrome? Do you have like a history of the term? Do not have the history, I have the definition. Okay. I feel like I first heard the term maybe in the last two to three years. Like I, I, I feel like it's a relatively new term, but what I interpret it as an individual pursuing a goal, but does not have the confidence in themselves to achieve said goal. Mm. Something like that, yeah, something uh, like that. Uh. Wes, do you want to take a guess? Someone that's really bad at Among Us. Mm. <laughs> I wonder if this game is still relevant when Or this really out. good. Or really good. It's one of those things where you hear it, and as soon as you find out the definition, it's like, oh, that, that's the perfect way to describe it. You feel like you're not qualified mm -hmm. to do that thing that you're actually very good at doing. And it's mm -hmm. like very prevalent within, I think, um, Asian individuals because of we're, we're taught to always, you know, never be satisfied with the best that we do is still not enough. The actual definition. You guys, <laughs> Wait, so I mean, wrong? you guys are, no, you guys are like pretty, like, Correct. Psychological pattern in which an individual doubts their skills, talents, or accomplishments oh. and has a persistent internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud. Mm. Like, I, I feel attacked already. <laughs> just from the de definition. Yeah, so apparently, so there are five different types of mm. imposter syndrome, which I actually didn't know um, mm. until I looked more into it. I didn't know until just now you said that. Mm. Yeah, there's the perfectionist, the mm. expert, the soloist, the natural genius, and the superwoman slash man slash student. Mm. Interesting. Okay, expert and natural genius sound pretty similar. The perfectionists believes in like all or nothing. So like if there's one flaw in like whatever task they're trying to do, they think they failed. And they think it's not a success. Um, the expert, they think that they know everything. Mm. Um, they want to know everything. So if they don't think that they know everything, then they think they're mm. a failure. That's tough. Yeah. So like uh, any minor lack of knowledge for whatever task they're trying to do, it just means that okay. they're not enough. Okay. Soloists, they feel like they ha have to do everything by themselves. Mm -hmm. It has to be you and you alone. And they might not be satisfied with other people doing it, which means they might not be able to delegate because hmm. um, they think that mm -hmm. they have to be the one who figures it out. And if they get outside help, then they're a failure. Oh, wow. Okay. The natural genius, um, it, they think success means like everything has to come easy. If it didn't come easy, that means I'm just not good at it? Yeah, so, so it's like if you struggled, that means you're not mm. doing it right. Or you're not doing it successfully. Mm. Like success means it should be easy for easy. Like, like a natural genius, right? Is that five? I, I don't <laughs> was that four? That five? Was That's that. four. There's the one more. 
Uh, and then the super woman slash man slash student, they feel like they have to excel in everything, like all aspects of life, mm-hmm. all their roles, they have to be the best. So it's not only like a good worker, but they have to be a good daughter or son mm-hmm. or a parent or like a student. Pedestrian. Um, and, and if they're <laughs> if they're falling short on any of those aspects, then they're not. I feel like um, any immigrant parent like looked at that and used that as their handbook for what their <laughs> kids should be. <laughs> they saw that as like, oh, parenting. Yeah, How they to... read it as parenting. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously there's some overlap in some of those, but yeah. I like that they're very clearly defined. And it almost makes me empathize for some of the more severe ones. Yeah. Like that's a life that would be very tough to live. But first, I guess, what do you think you guys are? I can guess, because I'm not very good at that or anything. <laughs> I mean, what? What are you? Can you be multiple? I'm sure you mm, can mm-hmm. be multiple, but it's one of those things where it's like, probably one stands out more than the other, I'm sure. You know? Mm-hmm. All right, quick. What do you think Benson is? I kind of feel like Benson's a soloist. Like, I mean, he kind of does ask for help sometimes, but I think mm-hmm. he thinks that he can do it better himself. Or like he wants to try to be able to do it. Himself. I see what you're saying, which is interesting because what Benson does, especially here at Wang Fu, does rely on so many people. Like mm-hmm. he's, in a way, he's like orchestrating a lot of things. So in that sense, feel good that he trusts his team. Mm-hmm. But there are certain things it's like, he'll, he'll much rather like, I got this, or you know, like don't worry about that. And it's like, makes you think, it's probably because he has a way that doesn't, um, you don't want to interfere with that. I fooled you guys. <laughs> what do you think? Um, for Benson, I, yeah. uh, I'll go by process of elimination. I don't think he's bothered by one, one thing not being right. So it's not perfectionist. I don't think he's, uh, does he have to know everything? No, there's someone else in the office that's more <laughs> like that. Yeah, I, I guess I see that parts of it, but Benson's also very reasonable. I, don't, I think he won't let himself get to a point where um, it'll be extreme. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You didn't, you didn't, l- you name, didn't one name one of the five. One. I don't know, I, I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna guess yours. But you didn't even guess his. Uh, what were they again? Okay. Um, the perfectionist. perfectionist. Expert. Expert. Natural, natural genius. genius. Super Okay, it's not the, not the super Soloist. Or, or expert. When I hear those five, it's like, like I hear, oh man, that's five opportunities for failure. Maybe that, Does one resonate to you? Or are you like, not? I, I, I think like, I, I feel like I'm a multiple mm. of that. A little bit of each one? Yeah. yeah. So like, even within imposter syndrome, I guess I am an imposter within that. That makes more sense. Uh, like the, the solo stuff does make a lot of sense, like growing up in childhood. Um, I do feel a lot of those qualities. I think you're right in the perfectionist aspect to where like, a little thing generally doesn't bother me if it's not like 100%. I, I always have the mentality of like, if somebody else has achieved something, then like there's nothing stopping me from being able mm-hmm. to achieve that. So I guess I kind of fall into that category too. Cause I, you like to learn. You're yes. always uh, mm-hmm. enriching yourself, right? Do you feel like if you didn't learn this one thing, you're not at full capability? Like, do you feel lesser? Not necessarily. Michelle. Yes. <laughs> not, not soloist, I don't see that. Mm-hmm. Perfectionist, n- not too much. I feel like I can see a little bit of perfectionist. Actually, you know what? In, in like edits and stuff. She's like really like holding it in right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to have a poker face. Okay. But maybe I'll just smile for the entire thing. So Ex- you can't tell. Expert? You know what? I think the most is perfectionist. From based on like you being critical of certain things, I think I see that the most. <laughs> Let's try from her reaction. Perfectionist. <laughs> Superwoman. Expert. Natural genius, soloist, perfectionist. I think it's perfectionist. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> we should have the lie detector that we have. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I you don't know? <laughs> I think I'm multiple, too. Mm -hmm. I think it depends on the situation. In college, I used to be like the soloist because I used to be in like a student org, and I would used to do all the things. So I was like, I could just do it faster, probably. Or like, like there are a lot of times where I felt like disappointed that mm -hmm. it wasn't to what I wanted, so I was like, oh, I might as well do it myself. Mm -hmm. um, but I think when it comes to like video editing a lot, it's kind of a little bit more of the perfectionist because I'll like see one thing and I'm like, dang it. Or like mm -hmm. if a video goes out, like I, I notice one mistake, I'm like, dang it, I should have seen that. Um, oh, that happened to me a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry guys. <laughs> and then, but sometimes it's also the soloist. Like an example is like we did the spring we never had. And then mm -hmm. I feel like I can't 100% say like I edited it because Phil also did help out in the mm -hmm. edits. Like he picked the music and stuff. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times when people are like, oh, Michelle, you edited this. I'm like, no, but like Phil also helped. So I can't mm -hmm. really take all the credit. That's different though. You wanting to give credit, um, I don't think that's a form of imposter syndrome. But it's like me not being able to say like, I did this. Not just a simple, oh, thanks. Yeah. yeah mm -hmm. it's, it's for me, I'll be like, oh, but I didn't do all of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I'll just say that uh, the qualities that you listed make your work better. You know, that's like the plus side of it. Yay. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, that just shows that everyone's looking for different things. And, yeah. And what, what they register as important um, is different, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, but I think definitely I've, there's been multiple cases and situations where, yeah, you can only see that one glaring problem yeah. that no one else sees, even though everything else is actually, you know, pretty good. Um, that, that's definitely the case. And uh, soloist, I, I definitely relate to wanting to do something yourself. Not always because you think you'll do it better, Mm -hmm. But more like, I don't want to have to explain to someone mm -hmm. um, how particular, and it, it makes me feel self-conscious of how much they're going to see I care about something. Uh, and or just like shift the burden onto something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, why, do I, why should I explain it when I can just do it myself? Mm -hmm. But it's more like, it's a, it's a self-conscious thing too. Like, if they saw me do it, they'd be like, oh my god, you're, you're a little too much right now. Mm -hmm. Just let it go. And I don't want to have to let them see that, I guess. Mm. And um, that, that's come through when, you know, when people have come over to my place and, you know, I try to have a get together. And mm -hmm. um, I am very, like, aware of things that are happening. And, and people actually have told me, like, they feel bad that I'm so uh, kind of, like, analyzing everything, making sure everything's okay, that they don't think I'm having fun. Mm. So it's like, if that prevents people from having a good time in general, then I think, then I think it becomes a problem. Mm. We I think we're, we're really similar in that. Like, like we like to people watch and analyze situations, and that actually does sound like fun. I'm in the middle of planning a wedding, and everybody's telling me like, "Oh, make sure like you like we know that you are very particular about like production and all that." But then I think about it, it's like that sounds really fun to just, like have a schedule mm -hmm. like on my wedding day and be mm -hmm. like have everybody just like be on schedule. Like that actually sounds like best that sounds production great. ever. Yeah. The, the soloist part comes in like a, a lot of times if, um, if we're making a short that I wrote or something, I'll usually take on like the props or the certain departments that we usually kind of hand off. Mm -hmm. And that's because I like super particular about um, what those things look and feel like. And, you know, we're precious about certain things. Mm -hmm. And I ultimately I try to see it as a, as a good thing. Um, I'll bring it back to a personal experience. I think especially with Wang Fu, um, the whole thing has has uh, been an example of imposter syndrome for me because we went to a, I went to school for, uh, yeah, I got an art degree from a school that was known for biology. So I feel like, oh, I don't, I'm not qualified to be a filmmaker. You know, we didn't, we didn't get all that technical training that film school students get. Um, but at the same time, here, here we are with this following and, and kind of people saying how much they like our stuff. Um, but in the back of my mind, I'm, I think, well, I, I wasn't trained. I don't know what that term is. I don't know what, you know, uh, what they do in, in, in um, industry standards. So that makes me just a fraud. And it took the longest time to get over that because, I mean, it, it's just... Do you feel like you've gotten over it, though? Um, no. I think, <laughs> I've, I think I've gotten around it. So I, I, it's still there. But um, not when... Bad. Not as bad. Now we have film school students coming to us asking, you know, they want to work at Wang Fu. And, and I think what's more important than, uh, you know, those technical things that I think deserve the title of um, expert or whatever, it's more about like, what, what did we do differently that is attractive? And I think that is what I'm proud of now. It's not that we um, got all the technical training and, all, and learned all the things, it's more like, we found out how to do something uh, a certain way that speaks to a certain group of people, and I can admit that I was part of that. 
and, uh, and I'm, I'm happy that it was. Mm. Yeah, that, that's my, my own uh, kind of... This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. BetterHelp is an online platform making professional counseling accessible, affordable, and convenient anytime, anywhere. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. I think it's great because I can reach out to my counselor anywhere in the world and start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line, it's not self-help, it's professional counseling done securely online. After logging on, you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video and phone sessions from the comfort of your own home. It's more affordable than traditional in-person counseling and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. You can get 10% off your first month by going to betterhelp.com lunch. That's betterhelp.com lunch for 10% off your first month. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. Now let's get back to the episode. By impersonating someone else, <laughs> you found your true self. I guess so. Um. I'm not saying like all of confidence should come from external validation, but external validation does help a little bit when you're like super deep in that spiral of like, yeah. am I doing this right? Or like, do I really deserve this? Like an example is like, I remember I would talk to you guys and being like, I don't know how I am as like a video editor. I don't mm -hmm. know if I'm better or whatever as your expectations. And you guys were telling me like, you're, Michelle, you're doing great. Like <laughs> we are like, we like, we wouldn't put mm -hmm our shorts mm -hmm. out if like the editing was bad mm -hmm. and like that kind of like gave me a little bit more um i wouldn't say a hundred percent confidence but it made me feel better about yeah. myself mm -hmm. like oh maybe i'm not as big of a fraud as i think i am but i wouldn't say rely on it because mm -hmm. but use it as like a spark you, spark mm -hmm. yeah i'd say like tr like you should listen to it's very well like sometimes just mentally accept them no, compliments are hard because it, it, it's it, like they point at that thing that you're least secure about, mm -hmm. you know, and, mm -hmm. and um, it kind of does the opposite, opposite sometimes. Internalize some of those, those compliments because if you trust those people, like just take the compliment and say thanks and yeah, you're awesome. Oh, this is what one of my friends told me once. And this is just about a confidence thing too that I think can relate to imposter syndrome. It's like trust, like you have chosen people in your life to be friends with and mm -hmm. trust that they chose you too. So all the things that they're saying, trust that they're saying from the bottom of their heart because like the mm -hmm. things that you're telling them, like you're telling them from the bottom of your heart too, right? So like trust the people that you chose to have in your life. Mm -hmm. um, and so if people are praising you, like trust that, you know? And you know, the places <coughs> that hired you, cause I think imposter syndrome is a lot about like how your work comes yeah. out. Mm -hmm. Like trust that the company, like they mm -hmm. had like all the reasons if they wanted to not to hire you, but they did yeah. and they wanted you. And so if they're giving you praise, that means you deserve it. Are you listening to yourself right now? I'm gonna look <laughs> back one day. I'm gonna be really like in that spiral and then I'm gonna be forced to watch this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Future me, I'm saying this from the bottom of my heart. You deserve <laughs> good things. <laughs> you're, you're, you're your own best friend. <laughs> We don't really have like answers, honestly, because I think we're all kind of struggling mm -hmm. too. 
It's um, a personal interpretation of it, I, you know, ultimately. Like, all these different guides and, and articles and descriptions and, and like studies. Classifications like, of what thing you are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, what, like, I was thinking about this and, like, we are a generation of assigning labels to things. Yeah. But we also, as a generation, know how negative those labels can be. Like, that, that's the reason why there's so many different labels. But then it's like, to, to box yourself into that is like, I think that that's more of an imposter syndrome than anything. Right? Also, there's social media now, like mm -hmm. this era, that's just constantly comparing yourself. Yeah. And because we don't see the other person struggle as much, we're just like, oh my God, we're struggling. So like, mm -hmm. that means we're not as great as, you know, people who are posting pictures or showing their mm -hmm. success. You know, like mm -hmm. after they take that picture, maybe they just broke down crying. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And so it's like, don't use like, pictures or mm. like these videos that have been definitely like manufactured to make it mm. look effortless. Yeah, everything you see, 99% of what you see is the best what that like individual is posting, mm -hmm. right? Like you're not seeing the other 99% of their lives, so. I, I think a lot of people are experiencing imposter syndrome. So if you are, don't think that you have to fix yourself. Um, if anything, I think just see the positives of having that. Um, and, and a lot of it is in believing in yourself and believing your work is enough. Uh, because, like I said, the side effects of imposter syndrome actually yield some really top quality work, I think. Um, and that's how I explain it to myself, you know. If I didn't feel like I didn't deserve it, then the final product wouldn't be as good as, as it is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, be kinder to yourself. Yeah. Don't put yourself down. You need to have a journal of self-affirmation. It might seem super conceited, but who cares? Who's going to read it? Just you. So yeah, obviously, I don't think we have the exact answers that like pertain to you, a viewer, as an individual. Even to ourselves, we don't have all the answers. And I think like that's kind of the underlying theme of this whole episode is that never stop trying to seek those answers, right? Like be curious. Be curious, be more introspective. Um, like it, it's a journey for everybody. It's a journey for yourself, that's the most important. So um, the biggest thing is to take that first step, right? Don't let these insecurities be a wall that's set up, you know? Maybe they're just a curtain. Yeah. Yeah, you know? like totally I agree. Uh, thanks our plus one for joining us. Thanks, Matthew. And, uh, and thanks again to our podcast listeners for listening in. If you wanna be a care holder and support us through Patreon, uh, check out Patreon out. Uh, recommend us some good lunch at patreon.com slash Productions. Yep. And as always, make sure to check out wongfustore.com. We got a bunch of new items coming out this year, so be on the lookout for those. Right. And see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.